Love lifts us up where we belong. <laughs> where eagles fly on a mountain high. Hello, guys. <laughs> did, you, did you want me to finish that? I literally, <laughs> I literally, the entire time you we were setting this up, I was like, that's how I'm going to start it. I was like, I, I know it. This is what I'm going to do. And I just wanted to see your reaction. You didn't disappoint. Thank you for that. Welcome to the Hardly Millennial Podcast, everybody. Episode 109, wow. where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions, ladies and gentlemen. Dang. Uh, so we're trying to all survive this quarantine yeah just uh one day at a time oh my god best that best way we can uh for me i've been making um a shit ton of tiktoks yes a lot just, of tiktoks uh they just been keeping me busy man <laughs> like like i don't like i make the goofiest like i don't keep on a trend or anything right. i just i make the goofiest crap or you know, just this, the dumbest stuff sometimes. Um, or I just try like some weird artistic stuff sometimes just to see how it works. You're definitely better it's, at coming up with ideas for TikToks than I am. Cause like, I'll, but yet you're the one, you've got like <laughs> twice as many followers as I do. So I don't, I don't know what that I says. Literally, <laughs> I literally only have the followers I have though, because I, so I, okay. So I made this one just really quick, dumb, stupid TikTok like mm-hmm. a month ago. And the TikTok was, oh, wow, I'm talking very loud. Sorry. And the TikTok was, um, well, I guess a little bit of context here. So my For You page was, I mean, do I have to explain what TikTok is and how it works to I people don't know. before I, feel I like enough story? Pe- I feel like enough people should know, but... Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to do it fast. So, yeah, I mean, maybe just do like brief description. Okay. So, so TikTok is like Vine. And if you don't know what Vine is, I'm not going to take the time to explain that to you. You just make these tiny little videos and you edit them. A lot of people do lip sync, shit like that with songs, movies, what have you. And there's there's uh, two different like pages you can go on. You're following, so you can look at all the videos you're following, or the people you're following following or posting. And then there's a for you page. So if the, the algorithm for TikTok thinks that somebody's video or thinks that you'll be interested in somebody's video, it'll pop up on your for you page. So on my for you page, I was getting a lot of star Wars stuff. Like it, it was like every other one was something star Wars, which is fine. I like star Wars and everything, mm-hmm. but I like other things too. And I like Harry Potter a lot more than I like star Wars. <laughs> so I made, I made some stupid little post of me dressed up in like Harry Potter gear. And I had a fucking like a wand that we got from universal studios. Mm-hmm. And I just put the Harry Potter music in the background And I just was like, you know, I made a comment of like, there's all these Star Wars posts and I'm over here just waiting for the Harry Potter shit. And then it just fucking. (laughs) That was the one. That was the one. And so so now I keep getting all these followers and likes and everything. But it's literally all because of that post. And every every day, every day I get notifications of people either commenting on that post or, mm-hmm. or what have you. So I'm very curious if like, I did not have that post, like where I would be right now in the TikTok game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting app, but uh, yeah, it's just a fun way to pass the time though. You know, I'm just always 
thinking of like the dumb crap I can do literally that I'm sitting around the house watching TV and you'll see me I'll spring up mm-hmm. I'll come up with an idea I always know like, too because oh, yes. he'll, he'll always get up and I'll be like <laughs> you're gonna make a TikTok aren't you he's like yeah yeah and then he'll be in his room for you know like 10 15 20 minutes 30 minutes an hour and then he'll come out and be like watch this <laughs> <laughs> bro some of them uh some of them take some time i do like ones where i coordinate the music with handstand stuff i was gonna say you do a lot of like workout stuff yeah not a not like a ton of it. i do a lot of the lip sync videos and i do a lot of the right. workout stuff just because i enjoy the the doing the handstands and the workout challenges um and it's like, I don't know, fun way of working out to me. Uh, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of those, but those will sometimes take me so long. And yeah. That's I know you'll I be mean back there workout. for a while. Yeah, because I'll be in my room for like an hour mm-hmm. and I'm doing so many handstands just trying to get this <laughs> video right. And um, the video usually doesn't come out how I pictured it in the beginning because right. at the beginning I had a lot more energy. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I've I've been enjoying the TikTok game. It's it's been just fun way to pass the time during quarantine. Yeah, I guarantee you, you see TikTok will slow down once quarantine is lifted. But I I disagree. I think it's gonna speed up. You think it's gonna speed well, up? Well, so what I well what I think is gonna happen is. Like, if anything, I think it's slowed down since quarantine has started because what's happening is I think a lot of people are wanting to swipe through TikTok, but Mm -hmm. nobody's really willing to take the time to, like, make a TikTok. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, some of the um, more infamous TikTokers that I follow, you know, who used to do a lot of these, like... um, I don't know how you would describe them. I guess just the trendy videos that are on TikTok. You know, I'm talking about like all the e-girl, e-boy type of like TikTokers that are out there. Mm. And like before the quarantine, I saw a lot of content from them. Um, but I think a lot of that content was because they were able to go out and do things and meet with people and stuff like that. Whereas like now a lot of their content is literally them, you know, wearing like hoodies and, you know, just lounge around clothes and basically just talking to the camera vlogging, you know, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people are actually, I think it's slowing down because of quarantine. And then I think it's going to launch back up once quarantine is over. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've talked to people on TikTok and they all seem to have the same consensus that they're running out of ideas yeah. and things to do. I see a lot of uh, even the big TikTokers redoing, you know, certain stuff ones. they did before. Yes, yeah, stuff they've done or they're reposting. Uh, just people running out of stuff to do when they can't really go out. <laughs> One thing that does bother me with some TikTokers is there are some that focus too much on a niche, right? Yeah. So like. There's so for example, there's one girl that you and I follow, who's uh, I, I can't remember her name, but she's the she's this redhead that you and I follow, but she always does the same fucking sound bites. Alley like, cat. Yeah, 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 her. But she does that. Uh, what do you remember how it goes? Because I can't remember how it goes. The, um, by my my um, like my, my some some uh, God. What I is love, it? I love my daddy. My superhero. There you go. It's that one. <laughs> so there's this little sound bite of this like little kid saying exactly what Thomas just did. I love my daddy. My superhero. Yeah. And this girl, <laughs> for whatever reason, just like 
every fucking TikTok she does is like with that sound. Oh, I mean, not to say so she many, doesn't do other. She even stuff. made a compilation video of every time she's done that sound. Did she really? She did. Oh my god! <laughs> so she she's very ridiculous. aware, like how much. Then there's another girl <laughs> who I follow, or I actually I don't follow her, but she shows up on my for you page a lot, and. You know, and the first time I saw her, it was like these like Ray posts, like Ray from Star Wars. You know, she was cosplaying as oh, her. I know the girl you're talking about. You know, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. This cool, girl cool. does resemble uh, Daisy Ridley. She does quite a bit. But here's the thing, though. In her defense, like I thought it was, but but my point though is when I was on her page and everything, I noticed that like every single, even when she does lip syncs mm-hmm. of other things that aren't Star Wars, yeah. If you read her like comments, it's like Ray saying this to Han Solo, <laughs> or fit, you know, Ray saying this to Finn. She's gonna eventually get through all the lines Ray has in that movie, and she's gonna <laughs> run out of things to do. <laughs> she's, she's gonna be like, what she's now? Have to fight another. She's gonna character. have to wait until the Ray movie comes out. Like she's gonna need more material. Oh my god, I could see them doing that. I could see Disney fucking. Oh, oh, absolutely. Some shit no, they left giving... it open. I mean, all right. So if you haven't seen it already, it's already out. So Rise um, of anyway, yeah, did Spoil- we did we talk about Rise of Skywalker the we last did. time? Did we? We I feel like we did. Oh, we okay. So. So a little, little little story here. So we did a podcast a few weeks ago that never got posted because one, we were having issues with editing and two, Thomas and I just didn't like the fucking podcast. Yeah. That's why it's taken a month for us to do one. Cause like we just, we at first, we were trying to get guests, you know, but people are busy and there's quarantine and shit like that. And then it was just trying to figure out things to talk about that weren't the same shit we've been talking about. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, we've been just going through some ruts with quarantine, which I'm sure everyone's going through their uh, their little ruts as well. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. but but the reason why I brought that up is because I think we talked about it on that podcast oh, that, is that never why? got posted. Yeah. Mm. But um. But anyways, so we we finally did watch Rise of Sky, or yeah. I did. I finally watched Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I saw it when it came out, and I thought it was shit. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not, but it was not great. It was. No, it's already like, and you know, it just, yeah. I don't. I, just, I don't even know where to go with with the Star Wars. It's. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I'm just glad that that trilogy is done, and now we can move on, and yes. they can do something else. Like I said, with Ray or Ryan. The rumor has been, you know, on imdb that ryan johnson has a trilogy mm-hmm. set in motion to follow the gray jedi but at this but at the same time i don't know if that's gonna because look i loved the last jedi i thought it was the best movie of the star wars the new star wars trilogy uh-huh. i know i know i i mean you you agree with me don't you what wasn't that uh opinion of yours also that you like uh the last which what is your favorite movie in the new trilogy the new trilogy yeah the last jedi the last jedi okay ryan johnson i like i liked what he did okay so so you and i are in the minority then as far as yeah that's we're concerned, definitely in the know? minority there but so because we're in the minority i have to wonder if disney is going to pull the plug or at least get rid of ryan johnson doing that particular trilogy because a lot of people were pissed off at him for what i don't he did know because Wars. i also heard they're getting rid of kathleen kennedy Oh, that's right. She's the front. Explain to people who Kathleen Kennedy is. She she is the president of um, Lucasfilm or Star. She, I don't know. She I don't know where her exact job title is. Okay, but I know she's like the head honcho of Star Wars. Right. She, she's 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 the she's the head the head lady. Mm-hmm. Um. 
what her exact job title is, I don't know. But everybody, anyone who knows anything about Star Wars knows Kathleen Kennedy and knows who she is. Right. Uh, but anyway, I hear she's either stepping down or got fired or something either way she will probably because not be she involved. hired jj abrams to do the last movie yeah i don't know i just think yeah i think because it wasn't as successful as they would have hoped or well, maybe she's just tired of the stress of it it could be a number of things either yeah. way i think we're gonna get new leadership and i'm curious what that will bring with you know with all the new star wars shows and movies and whatnot coming out um, it, i'm i am curious because i talked to a lot of you know, diehard Star Wars fans and a lot of people loved the rise of Skywalker and they loved spoiler, go fucking watch it. It's been out for a while, you know, of Ray being Palpatine's, you know, granddaughter and shit. And everybody was like, Oh, for them. I'm like, why? Like, mm -hmm. I'm just pissed off that they brought him back. Period. Yeah. You know, you had, you had JJ Abrams that set up a story. Then Ryan Johnson was like, eh, I don't like that. We're going to change some shit here. And then when they brought JJ Abrams back, JJ Abrams was like, you know what? We're going to try to continue with the shit that I wanted to do originally, even though the story already has gone past that. Yeah. Like it was, it's just lazy filmmaking in my opinion, Yeah, but I've never been a JJ Abrams fan. So I just, I just don't like that. I felt like there was just like this battle going on between Abrams and Johnson. Yeah. Like Johnson did whatever he could to like steer the movies in a new direction from just being like remakes of the, the old trilogy. And then J.J. Abrams was like, eh, no. Yeah, and then J.J. Abrams literally came in and tried to redo everything that Johnson undid. So he goes, oh, he broke apart Kylo's mask? All right, well, I'm going to weld it back together. You know, <laughs> um, He took away Snoke? Well, I'm just going to bring back Palpatine. <laughs> oh, all right, you're going you're gonna, to... Um, I don't know. He's. I could probably think of more examples, but... The the point is, it, it just felt like a battle between directors. It yeah. didn't feel like anyone was actually trying to make a movie for the fans except for Johnson. was like, let's steer this in a new direction. Let's see what we can do with it. And then mm -hmm. they brought back Abrams, and Abrams was like, well, this is what I had originally planned for it, so I'm just going to go back to that. Yeah, exactly. And it just turned out to be crap. And then you just threw in a bunch of like cameos with... The OGs and oh, oh and then C3PO loses his mind and then all of a sudden he's like nobody has a backup. They were like nobody has a backup. Yes. R2 doesn't have a backup. They were clear. He goes R2 doesn't have a backup. So we were all like oh man he really doesn't have his memory. Then R2 doesn't have a backup. And then later on R2 had a backup. Well and that's that's Great. the thing. There were there were so many <laughs> like, what there were so many like potential shock factors in there. That they just, you know, like like you said, like oh Chewbacca's dead. Oh no, he's not. Oh, yeah, oh uh, Poe's Poe's friend from that planet is dead now. Oh no, she's not. You know, like mm -hmm. it, they just they or what you're saying about C three PO. Oh C three PO is gonna lose his mind. Oh no, he's not. Yeah, it's like there was no risk. Yeah, you know, and then Nothing then you happened. fucking the movie is called Rise of Skywalker. You kill <laughs> off. The only, Kylo Ren, of the only fucking Skywalker. And I get it. I get it that Ray is not a bad person, right? And she she admits she was like, I identify as a Skywalker at the end of it. But guess what? She's still Palpatine's daughter. You made fucking nine movies and Palpatine fucking won. Yeah. Sorry. 
bike he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Palpatine fucking won. That is what J.J. Abrams did to Star Wars. Like just the fact that they brought him back. Dude, it was at all. it was just like, dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry. Or by the the part I, <laughs> I fucking laughed at the most was that stupid fucking knife that matched with the protractor that oh, matched yeah, the yeah, wreckage yeah, that just of the Death to match Star up with the wreckage from the Death Star because it just knew they just knew exactly what that wreckage was gonna look like yep. from a certain angle and that's how they welded it. <laughs> and I also didn't get any fucking lightsaber battle. I wanted a fucking yeah. like I mean, epic you had, lightsaber you had the, battle. The best one you had was when they were on the ship or on the Death. Was were they on the Death Star in the middle of the water? Is that where they were fighting? The wreckage, yeah. Yeah, the, the wreckage, wreckage yeah. And that was like the best you got, but and it was that, nothing. And that still wasn't like nothing. Like honestly, the prequels still have, um, Them like Phantom, Clone Wars, and mm-hmm. uh, Revenge of the Sith still have the best lightsaber battles. And I was, and you know what? I was almost. Totally cool, not having like the crazy lightsaber battles in the the Last Jedi or the Force Awaken. I know some people are gonna be like, "But what about the throne room?" I'm sorry, but that was a shitty fucking fight. That was a, yeah, that, that was. I don't. I don't know why people hold that fight in such fucking regards. Yeah. It was lazy. It was boring. Yeah, like no, so. It wasn't bad idea. So I was like, okay, well, we didn't get one in these movies, but okay, that's not Star Wars's thing. We're not all about the lightsabers. There's other shit going on. Okay, I get that. Mm. And then, so then I'm like, okay, the ninth one, though, we have to have one. There has to fucking be one. And then they did the the stupid little battle between Rey and Kylo Ren on the on the wreckage, and then that was it. And it wasn't even that. It was based like it felt like I was watching two kids with the fucking lightsabers from mm. Toys R Us. And it felt like I was watching two kids, like, pretend lightsaber battle. I've never felt like Abrams ever had good, you know, fights in any of his movies. You know what? Not like in I- any of them. When I think back to the Star Trek movies, it's like any fight scene he had, it just it just lacked something. Like, I'm thinking back mm-hmm. to the first Star Trek um, where Kirk is fighting on um, the enemy ship. I, f- I f- forget the names. Um, Ro- Romulans? The Romulans. Romulans. Yeah, he's on yeah. the Romulan ship. And uh, he's fighting, and I just remember watching it, too, and just thinking, like, I was, like, getting tired. I was like, I'm a little bored. (laughs) (laughs) I, You know, so when I think back to even his previous movies like that, I'm like, I just don't feel like he does well with the action scenes. I don't ever understand why, like, there were some people that put J.J. Abrams in such high regard, and, like, he's even done TED Talks and, like, you know, about filmmaking specifically and shit like that, and I just, I don't get it. And everybody goes back to Lost, Mm -hmm. and I get that, but guess what? But there were three people who created Lost. He was one of those three people, and he directed the pilot episode. That was it, mm-hmm. you know? If I were to give him anything, it's not that even I like him as a director and I'm a fan of his work. The only thing I'd give him is he, the guy has to probably be good at managing a set. The guy's managed a lot of big films, a lot of big projects, and he's probably just like, really good to work with and that's probably why he gets Mm. you know in this high regard not because he necessarily produces great work but he's good at producing the work okay you know if that makes sense you know if i were to give him any credit that's just what it would be i i have to assume that the guy is just like good at working his way around a set and good at managing it's like someone being a good manager of a crappy store 
you know you know you Fair. you you didn't make the store any less crappy but you didn't it didn't fall apart either you know <laughs> i feel that's how i feel about jj abrams and and i'll go ahead and actually give him this too jj abrams is is because i've seen a lot of directors fuck this up most directors fuck this up jj abrams is really good about taking something that already exists remaking it mm-hmm. but keeping the feel of it So when he made the Star Trek remakes, it still felt like Star Trek to me. Mm -hmm. When he made the Force Awakens, it still felt like Star Wars to me. You know, like he made the point to do like the puppetry and shit like that. You know, yeah. Like so, we were afraid that Star Wars was gonna feel like Star Trek because he already did that. Yeah, he did do a good job differentiating exactly. You know, so he's really good about keeping the same like atmosphere the same feeling you know that uh the same aesthetic is the better word for it the same aesthetic that a previous franchise had he's really good about bringing that back and keeping that Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that's why they gave him star wars too because i'm sure they recognized that in star trek yeah but uh, oh sorry we just heard a bang and because of my headphones i thought it was like thunder or something and i was like (laughs) it's fucking bright out i don't know what the fuck that is but um but yeah, I don't know. He's just, like I said, he's just one of those directors that I feel like he's just one of those people that I think people put into high regards and I just don't ever really understand why he's just never produced anything that's super wow to me, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like I don't, I don't really see it too much when I'm thinking back to any of his work. He was never really someone that wowed me, but I do recognize that he did a good job at just managing a big project. Yeah. It's like he's just a good project manager. He's just not good at coming up with the project. That's true. <laughs> but you know, but it's it's interesting though, um, the 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 subjectiveness of art. There's a director, my favorite director, I have two, but one of my favorite directors is Darren Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. And those who don't know who Darren Aronofsky is, he did a record for a dream, mother, Noah, uh oh, Black Swans, probably the obvious one everyone knows, or the wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's done, he's done some, you know, some credible, notable movies and, uh, uh you know, Oscar winning movies, uh, or at least nominated. I don't know if they're winners, but nominated. Um, but anyways, but what I've been learning recently is critics really do not like Aronofsky's films. And a lot of people actually don't like Aronofsky's films, which is wild to me because, like I said, he's one of my fucking favorite directors. Mm-hmm. And but like I was, I've read a couple different little like those like little BuzzFeed esque articles that are like, you know, here's a list of the movies people say they've walked out on and why they walked out on it. And oh, hello, cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those, like I read one yesterday that said that people walked out of his film Noah. You know, which is one of my favorite films by him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, I can't remember what the company is, but apparently there's this like critic company that's like, that's only, it gives like films an A to F rating and they've only given like 20 films in the, in history F's and mother was one of the films that they gave an F to, hmm. you know, and this, and like I said, I, I could, I could kind of see why though. It's definitely it's definitely a movie you have to go into with like an open mind. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It's it's not it's not for the faint of heart. No, I mean I guess that's true. It makes but... you feel anxious the whole way through. <laughs> it it does. It, it just it, yeah, anxiety. a lot of people don't like feeling that way. Like you watch a movie and you're like, wow, that was amazing. I felt anxious the whole way through. Uh-huh. Someone else might watch that movie and go, that was 
fucking awful. I felt so anxious the entire way through. I guess, I, yeah, I didn't. You think know, about it you that don't way. have that same like you look at it and you're like that got a reaction out of me. That means it's a great movie. Someone uh-huh. else goes, that gave me the wrong reaction. That's a bad movie. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. It's I just, just like you just said. Like art is just subjective. It's subjective. Yeah. You know? it, I guess it was just one of those. The the thing that got me the most with the Aronofsky film was people to or was finding out that like Mother got an F, you know, on mm. that list. I was just like, really? Because you enjoyed it so like, much. Oh, do I love? But that the reasons you film. enjoyed it is probably why a lot of people didn't yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend though people go check out that film. It's on Hulu. Yeah, like I just said though, keep in mind it's not for the faint of heart. Like, no, like you. It's one of those movies you have to be ready to just sit down, watch it, and just just take it all in. Don't go in with any expectations. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a very artsy film, like all of Aronofsky's films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, oh, I love them, though. Yeah. I just wish he made more films. I have an appreciation for them. They're not my favorite movies to sit down and watch. No. Like, they're, those are the type of movies I can watch once. I don't enjoy to watch them again. I'm not really? like you where I, I can't just sit down and watch them when I'm bored. Oh, see, They're not those type of movies. The, They're movies I appreciate, but I cannot watch them again just for the reasons I just stated. It made me anxious. Like I didn't like just like feeling like that the entire way through. Right. It's just like one of those movies like I can go through once on that ride, but not again. See, it's it's so funny with me because like I'm somebody who has issues with anxiety in my own life, you know, and I get anxiety attacks just like the next, you know, millennial Gen Z are around. But for whatever reason, cause, cause I do agree with you. That's, that's Aronofsky's fucking calling is making anxious, you know, fucking films. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I just like, I love that shit. Every like all the dark, gritty, anxious kind of like films that are out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, give them to me. <laughs> just give them all to me. I I love because like like I said with Aronofsky's films, I can I can rewatch that shit. I can re- I've rewatched all of his films multiple times. Yeah. You know, See, whereas cannot, like you know you can't do that. I've watched Black Swan all the way through once. I've watched Mother all the way through twice, and that's only because I watched it again with friends. Um, oh, did you? What did your friends think of it? It wasn't their kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> I the told way them, you said it, I you're told, like, it wasn't their kind of movie. I, <laughs> I told them going into it the same thing I just said. Like I, I like go into it with an open mind, and they're like, "All right, I was like, it's a weird movie. It's it's got a weird message behind it, like mm-hmm. the story it's being told." Um, but I mean, when we went into it watching, I remember you kept telling me you're just like, "It's a story, you know. It's a story, I you know." know. Well, and I'm like, "What story do you? I know a lot of stories. <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories in my life. I think at this time I was what, like 22. I was like, I'm 22 years old. I've, I've, I, I've heard a lot of stories, Adam. But, <laughs> but when I finally told, when you couldn't figure it out, and I finally told you what it was based off of, it was a big like. Like whoa moment. Oh right? yeah, well like I got it then. You know, but yeah. Was like a story but like, but, but like, well, the, well, the reason because I do that with everybody who I make watch it the mm-hmm. first time. Because well, and the reason why I do that is because 
so when I went to go, another reason why I like Aronofsky is his trailers don't give away shit about his movies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember when Black Swan came out, all you knew was the movie was about a fucking ballerina played by uh, Natalie Portman, right? Yeah. And it was same thing with Mother. I think the only thing that was in the trailer for Mother was Jennifer Lowen, Lawrence like bending over, screaming in like agony, and that was it. And then it like it it said Mother on the screen. That was the trailer for it. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. So when uh so when uh Justin and I went to go see it, I wonder if him and Jennifer Lawrence are still together. That's a good question. I'm not yeah. sure cuz yeah, I know they started dating after that movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so when you and Justin went to see it. So when Justin and I went to go see it, we went in theaters to see it, and like I said, neither one of us knew anything about the movie or what it was about, nothing. And then I remember when I remember the moment it happened when all of a sudden I'm watching it. It also it clicked to me of what the fuck like the movie was about and what the story was it was telling. And I remember it was just such this like, <gasps> like holy <laughs> shit. Cause like all of a sudden the movie went from being this, this thing that I was like still trying to kind of like figure out and piece together and uh-huh. understand why, like what was happening. And then once I was able to figure out what story they were portraying yeah. all of a sudden it was just like, it made the movie like a five, thousand times better to mm-hmm. me because now i was like okay so because now you're like all right well how are they going to depict this part from the book into this movie how are they going to depict this part from the story into the movie yeah you know and then that became very interesting to watch and shit but anyways if you guys want to watch mother it's on hulu you guys <laughs> should check it out but like thomas said you know be fucking ready for it yeah and then if if you do watch it comment it and tell us if you know what the story's about you know, because I'm curious if you guys figure it out. But anyways, that's my rant about Star Wars and Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, that, that's another thing during this quarantine. We've just been watching a lot of movies. A lot of movies. A lot yeah. of movies. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what's something We recently? watched Harley Quinn. Yeah, let's talk about Harley Quinn Yeah, Harley second. Quinn. Um, Harley Quinn got a lot of shit. Yeah, t- uh, talk a little bit about the, the criticism yeah, okay. I got first. Okay, so I I was hearing a lot of stuff about um, the emancipation of Harley Quinn, or the fantabulous, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I was hearing so much crap talked about this movie, um, and it wasn't doing well in theaters even before the quarantine hit, and a lot of people were saying that it was just very... They were just really trying to push the feminist message and they were just like overly shitting on men mm-hmm. is what I was hearing. Um, you know, and I wasn't really surprised hearing that. I was like, it's, like oh, it's well, Hollywood. That, of yeah, course, I was yeah. like, well, it's it's a it's a woman power movie, you know, and that's the popular thing to do now is like, you know, shit on white men, Republicans, whatever have you. Um, you know, so I wasn't surprised. So we rented it the other night and we watched it. And we I, went in fully prepared to be yeah, like, yeah, oh, I was I was fully exactly prepared what for what people were telling me because I was like I said I was not surprised when I heard that so I uh, went into it fully prepared for that and didn't see it you yeah. know I saw bad guys being bad guys mm-hmm. being assholes. Um, and that's, that's what, what bad me, guys do. That's what killed me about it was just that, like there, were, like all the bad guys in there were were men, yes, yeah. but which is typical in real life anyway. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, they were being assholes. And I yeah. was like, okay, well, and bad they guys are being, being any more, you know. They weren't being any more assholes than I've seen in any other movie. Yeah. You know, what have you? You know, they were 
they weren't being nice to women. Well, bad guys aren't usually nice to women. Um, but there were guys in there that were like nice guys. Like they, it's not like they were non-existent in the movie yeah. where every single guy in there was just, you know, trash. Um, and that's all I heard about it was just every guy in there was trash and I saw it and I was pleasantly surprised. I actually enjoyed the movie. I did too. I came out of it and I was like, that was a good movie. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was a woman power movie. The, yeah, well, but it wasn't crapping on men the entire time. Well, and that's and that's what I actually really liked about the movie too. Was like, I'm I'm sorry, ladies, but all the fucking girl power movies you guys have had like prior to this have been fucking dumb, and yeah. they're dumb for a few reasons. One, because they're all fucking remakes of something that already existed with men, and then you're remaking them with women. True. So already, so already then, not only remakes, but you're remaking classics. What men want. Overboard, Charlie's yeah, Overboard, Angels. Or, Charlie's uh, Angels was always a woman's power movie. Yeah. I didn't see it. I can't tell you why that one didn't do well. Which one? Um, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I didn't see that. one I didn't either. see it. I don't know why it didn't do well. But, but I have like, seen I, the I heard the same stuff uh, I heard about Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. But um, I liked Harley Quinn. Yeah. So maybe I'd be surprised. But I have seen the other ones, like mm-hmm. the the Overboard and Ghostbusters, and uh, oh, just crappy remakes. Yeah, and, and that's just it. They're they're crappy remakes. But because you're trying to market them as these like girl power movies, mm-hmm. it comes it it just comes off totally wrong. Because now people are misinterpreting what it means to make a bad movie, mm-hmm. and then they're they're. Con- they're what's the word I'm looking for? They're like blending that with it being a lady power movie. Yeah, they're trying to say, oh, it's not doing well because it's a girl power movie. No, that's not why. I don't think You're it's just doing not well because the- it's like trying to overly push a message. Yes. Like I didn't get that from Harley Quinn. I just got a movie yes. about, you know, powerful women. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get like a message. I didn't feel like they were trying to push a message the whole time. Yeah. I didn't get that from it. Exactly. I feel like that's exactly what we're getting from these other movies. They're trying to overly push this message. And people, people don't want to be yelled at about, you know, misogyny and crap like that well, you know, while just, they're trying to be entertained. Well, and not just that, but when you when you try to push a message too much regardless of what the message is mm-hmm. when you try to push a message too much in movies what happens is you miss out on the story of it i watched um there's a there's a youtuber who does um you've probably heard of him he does like cinema sins so he takes so he plays like through a movie and he mm-hmm. goes through like all the bullshit he analyzes it he goes through all the bullshit i might have seen one of his videos i don't know names but anyways so he did he did one for um for Ghostbusters, you mm-hmm. know, and he even said at the beginning, he goes, goes, look, I, w- I was a total advocate for having an all girls Ghostbusters. Like I was super excited for it. I loved the cast that they had mm-hmm. and everything. And he goes, but having said that, here we go. And then he goes through all the cinema and all the things that he was critiquing on it were all just weird plot hole things of the story that could have been totally like, like easily fixed. You know, through writing. You gotta watch that after we're done with this. Yeah, I mean, I I wish I actually watched it before this, so it was more fresh in my mind because it was like a year ago when I watched it. Mm-hmm. But like, but it was like little things, like why would she be asking this question when she already had a book that answered it, or why is she doing this when earlier she said that? So like everything that he was critiquing was story wise. They're those, not making a movie to make a movie. They're making a movie to send a message, yes. and that's the problem. That's at least that's what it feels like yep, for that's sure. Exactly what it absolutely. Feels like. But I also think that's gonna that's gonna be the the death of Hollywood and, and all this like really far leftist kind of like ideology. It's like guys, there has to be a middle ground. 
you got to find it. Start yeah, looking for it. Yeah, we're swinging way too far the other direction now. Both it's directions, just, man. Yeah. We're just a constant pendulum just doing this. Yeah. It's just like, come on. Just bo- both sides. Like, there's a middle ground there, I promise you. But you yeah. both got to gotta at least try to look for it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, and, you know, you said it the other day. I feel like people are finally just starting Getting to wake to up that, to yeah. it. and. Just finally starting to realize that this is all, you know, pointless and we need to start actually focusing on real crap. (laughs) Well, it's not only pointless, but it's there are accusations being made now without merit. Like the most recent one is people right now are protesting the quarantine. You know, you, you have people who are going to these Capitol buildings in different states and saying protesting uh, a quarantine that's like an oxymoron yeah right <laughs> and what's ironic is some of them are like going to these wearing face masks and shit so that's the funniest <laughs> part but anyways but they're going to these things you know trying to say that the coronavirus is a hoax trying to say that this quarantine thing is bullshit they all want to be integrated back into life again right and i see a lot of people who will make posts about these protesters on facebook and they're all and all of them are like, look at these stupid conservatives. Look at these Republicans protesting. And I'm just sitting here reading all these posts and I'm going, at what point was it confirmed that every single person at these protests were conser- had conservative ideologies? Yeah. Like you who said that? that. You who confirmed and, that? Yeah. You did you did you guys everyone. go to these protests to make a fucking census mm-hmm. to find out? So like that's so and that's getting dangerous because now you're saying, oh well, this seems like right wing behavior, or it happens the airway. Oh, this seems like left wing behavior when there's not even anything that's pointing to that at all, mm-hmm. except for just your beliefs, yeah. you know? And for all we know, the people doing this, they could be liberals or it could be half and half. Maybe it's more conservatives, but maybe there's some liberals sprinkled in there. Point I don't is, know. We should just stop uh, assuming everything by red and blue. Yeah. And just start looking <laughs> at things for what they are and stop trying to categorize. Stop them. being red and blue and start being purple. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stop. Stop trying to define it all and let's just talk about things for what they are. Yeah. Because because like it goes it goes with like people like the conservatives you see on um, YouTube that are interviewing people and giving Trump facts, but they are presenting them as Obama facts and people are just like, Yes, yes, I like this. Yeah, they, you know, they, and they do just, that every that's year what I mean. Or every election, uh, yeah. You categorize something as red or blue and people automatically have a switch in their brain of how they're gonna think about it. Yeah. Like we have to stop categorizing everything in this way so we can actually just, just talk about things for what they are. Yeah. And then we can actually start having rational conversations. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you say you know I could say, you know, world peace was, you know, this world peace was had today, um, but Trump was behind it and you go bullshit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, I don't care if I present you all the facts in the world, you automatically have this switch in your brain. You know, it's mm-hmm. just that red and blue, you know, and it, like with anything, guys, it goes both ways. You yeah. know, I feel like I always, I always have to keep I know, saying I, that. I do the same it goes thing. both ways, guys. <laughs> We're never taking sides here. That's exactly what I'm freaking talking about. Yeah. It was like, don't categorize crap as red and blue. Let's just like start talking about stuff. Yeah. And ignore what side we stand on. And people, <laughs> and I was tell, talking to you about, I was talking to you about this this morning, but people are just so fucking angry, man. Like I have a couple friends yeah, on my sad. Facebook who, you know, I'm not going to say which way they lean, but I'll go onto their Facebook page and 
all of their posts have to do with whatever their particular uh, color is talking about at that point. Mm -hmm. And that's all of their posts. And it's always followed with their own comments of just, you know, these little rants and stuff like that. And I'll go through these pages sometimes and I'll read these and I'm just like, Oh my word. Like you're such an angry person. Yeah. Like you're just so like, you're going to turn gray before you're 30. Stuff that doesn't even affect them. Yeah. Stuff that that probably would never affect them, but they just, Mm -hmm. they just have to, they have to be heard somehow. And yeah, Honestly, I was saying it earlier. I think a big part of that is just some people are just bored. Yeah. Some people have nothing else to do. They're just watching the news and looking on Facebook and wanting to share an opinion because they've got nothing else yeah. to do. And I think people need to realize, too, that uh, and this is just my personal opinion from what I have seen of the news outlets mm-hmm. is, guys, fake news exists. But here's the thing. It doesn't exist on the left or the right. It's all fucking fake news it's all i don't care if you're watching cnn i don't care if you're watching fox msnbc reading the fucking new york but i'm sorry but like nobody fucking knows that if if, if these past few years have told me anything it's that nobody fucking knows Mm -hmm. (laughs) this this scientist says this but this scientist said this well this researcher said this well this expert said this Okay, so nobody knows. <laughs> like that's yep. that's that's the consensus I get yep. from all of this the past few years, especially. It's just like guys, everybody needs to stop fucking arguing because clearly nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about, yeah. you know. And I'm starting to even doubt if any of these experts on either side arguing either point know what they're talking about because you do have experts on both sides that mm-hmm. say this or this, or at least that's what the news media outlets are portraying. You know, they all have their experts you know exploiting their own fucking narrative so it's just like okay well i'm just not going to listen to any of it right now and i'm just going to focus on what immediately affects my life and the people around me that i care about you know and if whatever views don't line up with that well then those are the views i'm going to choose to you know put by the wayside i'm going to focus on something else yeah i think that's what everybody needs to do just focus on you Focus on the people around you that you care about and leave the other stuff to people who it more, uh, um, more immediately affects. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. Leave it to the people it's actually affecting that actually have, you know, knowledge and you know what they're talking about. Like we were talking about this the other day. Um, just people bringing up stuff. They just don't have the knowledge to be giving an opinion on and they, you know, they, they read an article or two and then they think they're an expert. Uh, that really needs to stop too. Like, you know, (laughs) leave it like people, uh, who don't work in the stock market, you know, you know, yelling about the stock market. It's like, leave it to the people who work in the stock market to have an opinion on it. Yeah. And, but you yelling about it, no one wants to listen to you Mm -hmm. because you have no grounds for what you're saying and you're not getting anything across and you just sound like an idiot and you're just wasting your breath and getting yourself worked up. So relax, leave it to the people who have knowledge to be complaining Mm -hmm. about this stuff. And like you just said, complain about stuff that affects you. But if it doesn't affect you, don't worry about it and stop, you know, bleeding people's ears with useless information that you picked up online. That's probably 75% incorrect anyway. Yeah. Well, and the, and the thing is too, I understand 
that like, look, I understand that that comment might be a little insensitive because I, I can already see the arguments now of like, mm. well, d- there's so much shit happening in the world. You have to stand up to injustices. And just because it doesn't immediately affect you doesn't mean like that just means you're, you don't care about the people it does affect. And it's like, you know what? Maybe that does make me insensitive, but I'm sorry. But like, I only have so much fucking bandwidth. And, and, and you have to think about what's going to get stuff accomplished. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't matter all the time what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. It matters what's efficient, what's productive, mm-hmm. what's going to get things done and moving, you know, because at the end of the day, that's what's good. Yeah. And that's what's a, that's what's positive and that's what you want, mm-hmm. you know, but let's stop going. You know, I'm standing up because it's like the right thing to do. But is it going to do anything? Is it productive? Is it efficient? Well, then it's not doing anything. You can call it good all you want, but you're just, at the end of the day, you're just screaming and no one's listening. That's a good point. Yeah. It's, you know, let's stop looking in this right and wrong, you know, let's look at what's, what's going to get us moving through the shit. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I (sighs) I agree with you. And, and like I said, I, I do think we're getting to that point again, you know, mm. that there has to be these, these periods of extremism in order to get to a period of bliss for lack of a better word, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I, I do think we are getting back there, but fuck dude, it's just, it's been an exhausting fucking ride. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, I just look at this point. I just, anything that's going to help this fucking quarantine end faster. I'm fucking down with. Okay. But the, so if, if that means that quarantine for a little longer is what's going to make the quarantine end faster in the long run, then fine. I'll fucking stay in the house for longer. Mm-hmm. But fuck, dude, I like it. You do not realize how much or at least me. I didn't realize how much I missed going out and going to socialize with people and stuff until it was fucking stripped away from me and I couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I miss going to work more than anything. I I miss having, you know, that part of my day, you know, going, Mm -hmm. having my job, seeing my work friends, you know. Yeah. I mean, my job is basically my my main source of socializing. So (laughs) I guess same thing for me is I I do miss my socializing. I miss going to work and seeing everybody. And, oh, man, it's we live in one of the most sociable cities <laughs> I know. in the US Las Vegas yeah and yet <laughs> we're so isolated <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's what what scares me is like there are talks and everything about and again, this is what I mean about the nobody knowing what the fuck they're talking about because I've read some articles that are like, oh, the worst is behind us. And then I've read other ones that say that this is going to go from to 2022 or could possibly go to 2022. And mind you, all of these articles fucking source experts, oh quote unquote, gosh. you know. So it's. I don't think that'll happen. I, I don't really think it'll. Not. No, I don't think it'll go to 2022. But I do worry about it lasting the rest of this year. I I think, and I think the worst would be um, it lasting to the end of summer. I do not think I can. I just cannot see it going the whole year. Well, the problem I is think the furthest it would go is to the end of the summer because they're already talking about opening up Vegas at the beginning of May. That's true, but what what sounds like is going to be more likely right now is it looks like what they're going to end up doing is opening 
up everything during mm-hmm. or at least partly, you know, during the warmer months. And then when it gets colder again, they're going to start quarantining again because they think that this virus is like the cold and flu where it's seasonal. Mm-hmm. So th- when they think there's going to be a new spike of it, they're going to do it again at the end of the year. But like I said, it's just, but it's, but like what? So you're, you're going to do that every fucking year, every yeah. year you're going to do that. Like, I don't know. I, I'm really curious just to see the aftermath yeah. when this quarantine does lift. Um, well, part of me, guarantee you things are not going back to normal. Oh, no. <laughs> part, of, part of me worries we're going to go into another depression. It, it does look like it's heading that way. I don't even know what that would entail for us. I have no idea what that would even mean because, I mean, I would assume I'd still get unemployment checks. Um, I don't uh, think. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Unemployment I don't, I don't wasn't know around in the 30s, so that wasn't a thing. Yeah. You know, back all right. Then. Someone find me some 90-year-old, or I guess I'd need a 100-year-old for them to have any memory of it, huh? Someone find me a 100-year-old person. To talk to about what it's like when the Great Depression hits. <laughs> oh, it's 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 a little scary. I mean, there was oh, a weird. there was a video I saw where somebody was showing. Um, I I don't know what it was, but it was one of those you know like like charts of what are they called? The graphs, the like the flow charts that show like the up and down of like the stock market. It's like oh, it's up now, it's down. Oh, it's up, it's down. It's up, it's down. Mind graph. Yeah, there you go. That one. <laughs> so somebody, <laughs> somebody, the graph with the line on it. <laughs> that one. I had a brain fart. Fuck you. But anyway, so somebody was uh, showing that it was showing like what it was back in the before the Great Depression and where we are at now, and like the lines were almost fucking like over, like just right on top of each other. And then, you know, and then it showed how in the Great Depression, you know, it slammed like this. Oh, yeah. And they just showed the similarities between what's yeah, happening exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. It does so. look like that pattern. But then I also heard talks that, like, Trump wanted to give um, or was po- was thinking about possibly giving everybody, like, a stimulus check every month for, like, six months yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I heard like that, too. I'm like, how are Which, you going to make that happen, As man? somebody who's unemployed, I will happily take the two grand every month. Well, where is that offer. coming from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the, another weird thing. Like, because because they were trying to money coming from. Because <laughs> Pelosi tweeted something and was like, "Hey, just so everybody knows about their stimulus checks, you know, like you don't have to pay taxes on it, you don't have to pay it back at all, you don't." And was just going through all these like you know, basically saying like, "Hey, the money is yours. Do what you want with it." Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, "All right, well, like." I mean, that's a lot of money the government's just fucking giving to people. Yeah. Like, especially if you're going to give like two grand to everybody for six fucking months. Like, yeah, where, where the fuck is it coming from? Are you yeah. just pulling it out of your ass? Is, well, Trump's like pulling it from his own bank account. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I guess he could afford it, right? Well, for like a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> maybe once. He could afford like one round. <laughs> He's like, I got this one, guys. I got this one. It's on me. Drinks are on me today. <laughs> Do it at home. <laughs> oh, dude. It's... Imagine the people in this world that are rich enough. Like if they really wanted to, they like, hey, hey, uh, United States, drinks are on me. <laughs> Checks are coming. <laughs> and he just sends everyone enough just for a drink. Like, hey, <laughs> drinks are on me. <laughs> I saw I saw this. Uh, this just reminded me of this uh, funny TikTok I saw. 
And it was because you only got your stimulus like check if um, so if you're over the age of 18, Mm -hmm. you only got the stimulus check if your parents haven't claimed you on their taxes as a dependent. And it was (laughs) this TikTok of this girl who was filming her older brother, Mm -hmm. like going up to her parents asking, like, did you guys claim me as a dependent? And they were like. And I can't remember what I think you couldn't hear what they were saying or something, but he was like, I haven't lived here for five years because why are you like, I can't get money now because you claim me as a dependent. <laughs> I was just like, Ooh, I wonder how many times that's fucking happening. Oh like how many gosh. parents are fucking doing that shit. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I bet those kids are pissed. <laughs> I still need to do my taxes. I haven't done them yet. I just got my tax refund to date. I know. See, I still owe the IRS money, so I'm just like I'm in a rush because I know I'm not getting anything. No, it's just gonna, go I guess, help pay off my debt faster. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go spend it and get my car fixed up. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, my car's been fucked up for a while, but I'll fix it eventually. <laughs> it's not like I have anywhere to fucking drive it to right now. Right. <laughs> Oh, bro. Oh, it's been a long quarantine so far. Was it almost like two months now? Yeah. We're coming up on two months. Almost two months. Oh, my gosh. Or like probably at two months or well, maybe I, a month. I was going to say, I te- think. technically, I think it's actually less than a month. Because technically, I think it's a month because I think I, I got laid off from work Mar- March 15th. But that's not when quarantine yeah, officially started. I was about started. to say quarantine started like two, three days later. Oh, did it officially? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking we, it's been a month now. It feels like two months, though. Jeez. Oh, it feels like a long it, time. Oh, and I was also injured, so I wasn't going to work before mm-hmm. that anyway. So it feels like even longer for me. The only thing that changed is I don't go to physical therapy every day now. Right. <laughs> well, like one thing, like like you don't realize how much you can actually get done within like certain time periods until you're kind of in these t- uh, types of situations. One thing I was looking at the other day is I was going through old TikToks that I made and I'd be like looking, you know, and when you see an old TikTok you make or just an old video in general, sometimes you're able to be like, oh, I remember that day. You know, I remember what I was doing that day when I made this TikTok or when Mm -hmm. I made this video. And I was going through some of my older videos and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember that day and everything. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, that was a week and a half ago. Like, you know, but it, for whatever reason, it just feels like it was like three months ago oh, yeah. when I made it, you know, and Cause all, we're, all we do is, is this, is, is this right <laughs> now. Yeah. I mean, and like we said, guys, this is the reason why it's, you know, been a month since our last, uh, since our last, uh, podcast, uh, podcast, even, even the podcast that we, that didn't end up getting made was still like three weeks ago when we did it. Yeah. You know, but it's just like we just haven't it's just been so hard to fucking find content. I mean, even now, all we've talked about was quarantine and the movies we watched during and quarantine and TikTok. TikTok. Well, that's basically all we've been doing. Um I've been practicing some piano. That's right. Um that's good. Uh we practice uh Spanish every, every morning. morning. Yep. Every morning we wake up and we have a cup of coffee. Uh, I keep telling him we got to do a podcast in the morning with our coffee because we we always get into like conversation that's in true. the morning like we have our coffee, we do our Spanish and then we have a talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the the only reason why we had him was because we get Oh, excuse me. It was because we kept thinking we were going to have guests. 
excuse me, I keep having the hiccups, but we kept thinking we were going to have a guest. Which hopefully we will soon. Yes, hopefully we will soon. Don't worry. We're, nobody's going to have fucking coronavirus. <laughs> and Being we're going to make sure we're, they're sitting six feet away from us when they come here. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, but we're still trying to get like guests and everything for the podcast right now. And, you know, hopefully continue with it the best we can and make it as um, enjoyable and such as we can for you guys. But um, yeah, best way we can. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're probably not doing anything much different than you, but we do live in an apartment. Um, I'm jealous of all the friends I see who have backyards and, and houses, houses and, and yeah stuff, and they're you know they're building forts in their homes or dumb stuff like that. We don't really have the room for that, mm. uh, or they're hanging outside at their pool, yeah. going, "Oh man, quarantine." <laughs> uh, I know. I've seen, I've we're seen stuck a lot in of a 1,200 just... foot apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I've seen a lot of videos of people like hanging out in like a jacuzzis and shit like that. I'm just like, "Fuck you, man." Yeah. <laughs> this is why everyone's pissed off with the celebrities right now, talking about how shitty quarantine is for them. <laughs> yeah, was it Justin Timberlake's getting a lot a of lot of shit a lot right of crap now. right now because he said in an interview something about um, it being hard being a 24-hour parent. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. Life's so hard. He's he's quarantined on his large mansion in, like, Montana or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now he, he has to be around his five-year-old son all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, he's catching a lot of yeah. flies. I'm, sure, I'm sure he didn't mean it as anything. But, uh, well, yeah, but, you know, the celebrities are so... They're so uh, detached they are. from the rest of, you know, regular humanity. And you can't blame them. But at the same time, like they can't blame us when we get like, like sometimes can't blame we have us for getting upset. Check, you like, know, it's like, it's, think about what you say. It's like the rest of the world is a 24 hour parent. Yeah. We don't have money to afford nannies and stuff all the time. And well, and it's whatnot, it's, especially people like JT who had been like, cause he was, you know, with Britney Spears on the Mickey Mouse Club when he was like 10. Yeah. You know, so he truly has only known, you know, fame. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Or who was it? Gal, Gal Gadot did that thing with, um, where she like did like imagine all, she did imagine John Lennon's, but had like all the celebrities. Do you hear about that? No. So Gal Gadot, this was like a month or two ago, but she, she did this thing where she started singing the song Imagine by John Lennon, and then she had other celebrities join in. Mm-hmm. So then they spliced this video together of all of them singing Imagine, different parts of it, right? Yeah. And people gave her gave her and all the celebrities a lot of fucking shit for that. Why? Be, well, because it had to do with like the quarantine and the coronavirus and everything. And it was the same thing with like JT, oh. where it's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, You're all chilling in your mansions. Well, and, and it's the lyrics <laughs> of the song, too. Like oh. there, there are lyrics in the song. They're like, imagine there's no heaven. So you're saying that while people are fucking dying, while people are losing their grandparents and their parents and shit because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another one that's like, imagine there's no possessions and things like that. And it's like, yeah. well, you guys are all fucking celebrities. And it's like on one hand, they're trying to, they're like, oh, well, like I'll try and spread some positivity, yeah. but it's like people don't want it from you. Yeah. It's like, because you have zero clue what anyone's going through more mm. than anyone else. Like you have zero clue because you're so detached. You're living up in the bougie like Oh, wow, you can't go to your regular, you know, day clubs. 
Well, like, like I, I said, it's, I don't know. Well, and like that I said, a little pretentious, but it's, it's just like, God, guys, just realize who you are and mm-hmm. the difference between you and everyone else. Yeah. And like I said, the, the intentions are there. The good mm-hmm. intentions are there. I, I get it. But like, like you said, as a celebrity, you kind of have to stop, take a step back sometimes and be like, hmm, is this really appropriate for the other 99.9% of people in the world mm-hmm. who are not in my position? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I, if I was like in that position, I wouldn't feel like I had the position to tell anyone and anything about no. staying calm or being healthy or you I know what have you. I'd be like, I wouldn't tell I have people, no room to talk. I wouldn't tell people who to vote for. Yeah. I wouldn't, no, like I w- none of that shit. Or Keanu Reeves myself. Just yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to be over here guys. You know, and I make my movies. <laughs> and again that, you know, and, and kind of going back full circle here, that's, you know, it comes back to focusing on yourself and the people around you that you care about and things like that. Because when you have these celebrities who are telling people like, you know, who to vote for, it's like, we're not saying that you don't have a voice and, you know, and you don't get, you know, a, a vote of who yeah. to vote for, but you also have to understand we're that regardless, yeah. regardless of who gets elected, your life does not change. No. Period. It sure. doesn't. You can yeah, argue more that than, point more than anyone want. else. Your life does not change. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Or as everyone else's does and or could, I should say. Yeah. But you know, just chill the fuck out. I think I end every podcast telling people to just chill the <laughs> fuck out because holy shit, dude, people just get so fucking angry. Yeah. Like I can't even post a as joke. You get and, angry. Yeah. People are so angry. <laughs> I can't. I can't even stop post, it. <laughs> like, I can't even post a joke on Facebook anymore without people getting on my fucking ass about it yeah. anymore. I'm like, bro, it's fucking Facebook. Calm down. We're gonna what get is, through this. <laughs> I like that Chris D'Elia news special where he's just like, you know what's funny about all the comedians getting all this crap? He's like, we're fucking joking. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking true. It's though. so true. I was like, wow. <laughs> way, way to just set the people straight, man. <laughs> right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead. We were at an hour now. Let's go ahead and end this here. Uh, right. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to us. Um, you guys can find us on uh, Instagram. Uh, we we used to, so really quick, we used to have a hardly millennial Instagram. Um, the reason why I stopped posting everything on there was just because I thought it was easier for people to just follow our individual Instagrams. But I don't know if, uh, but we're, we, we talked a little bit today about possibly reopening that and posting more on that particular account. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll go, I'm going to go ahead and put that on the screen. You can actually just look it up. Uh, just look up hardly millennial on Instagram and you'll find it. And we're probably going to begin uh, TikTok started uh, joint with hardly millennial. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we have our individual TikTok accounts right now that we make videos on and you guys are more than welcome to follow us on that. I'll go ahead and put it up on the screen if you guys want to listen to it. Or, oh, I forgot. Some people don't watch the podcast. They just listen to it. So my TikTok is, I think, just um, A.R. Hansen. I think you just search Adam Hansen and you'll find it. And I think the same thing goes for Thomas. Yeah. Um, same thing with the Instagram Not accounts. Yeah. And same thing with the Instagram accounts and such. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like Thomas said, we're going to start making a hardly millennial TikTok that's going to just be Thomas and I doing, you know, a lot of just like joint content and then using that also to advertise for like the vlogs and stuff we do in the podcast and everything. So yeah. that'll be a good time. And uh, yeah, we're, we, and I, I know we haven't been putting out a lot of content lately, 
But like we we have been talking and we we do have plans to, to get more stuff out and everything. Just like I said, right yeah. now with quarantine, it's just it's, it's been a thrown us hard through. Sometimes. An, it's just thrown us through a loop, like it has with anyone. But yeah. we're we're working on it, guys. Yeah, we are, we're working on it, guys. All right. Well, uh, any final thoughts, Thomas? No, just uh, stay safe out there, guys. Take a deep breath and smile a bit because life's too short. Yep, that's well put. Well put. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely rest of your day, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys. Bye.